Hi chat, how is it going? What's up folks, folks in the chat? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Good, good, good bruh. Okay, cool. My friends, uh, Ishtar and Devaya. How, first of all, how are you liking the app? Second of all, uh, do you see a hand button here? Can you press, can you press it so that I can take you on stage? Oh my god. I just want Devaya and Ishtar to press it for now. I'll get you guys in later. I'll get the rest of you in later. But guess who pressed it? Okay. <laughs> Intruders. <laughs> I'm done, dude. I did what I had to do. You can let go of me. Okay. What's up? What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up with you, Ishtar? What, what, what is this DP? Hey, Are you doing? It's Are going good. Uh, I've been trying the app for the last couple of days and I thought I'd start with a meme as my display picture. It was a bad choice. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, we can start here, I guess. Clearly. Clearly, 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 clearly. Okay, awesome. Uh, good to have you folks back. Uh, or rather, Devaya back. Ishtar, I think you're stepping on uh, uh, this app for the very first time for a session. Devaya, it's been a while. I think it's been it's been... A couple of months and in that uh, brief period we the last time we spoke we spoke about Bappi Larry and uh, you know Anil Kapoor and all kind of ads in those two months uh, or I, I think just a week after that uh, chat you rolled out probably the biggest or the most uh, memorable ad campaign of uh, 2021. Uh, well, you, you know what the funny part Abhinav was that um, last time when I was talking to you it was between writing sessions of the 2021 cred campaign. So we were writing and then I got into the car, finished your live and I went back and then we started working again. So I think it's all you and uh, uh, just like interacting with you kind of sparked all that magic. So that's uh, all credit to you. Fuck dude, I didn't know. Uh, I, I didn't know it was because uh, of the Avalon community that the cred ads came in. Need totally. To, need to get the word out guys. Chat, we need to get this word out. Where the guys behind it? Fuck! I didn't know until now. <laughs> okay, what's up? I'll uh, I'll quickly tell you, Devaya. Uh, you know what happened last time? Last time when you came on, uh, one thing happened. Uh, I, first of all, when I hosted you, there was a very specific clout of people that were congratulating me. That oh my god, you know, uh, Devaya is a good catch. Someone used this word. They were like, they were like, Devaya is a good catch. What a catch wow. that you have Devaya, Devaya on uh, the platform. And it was coming from a very specific uh, community, okay? Community of folks. One of them, one of those guys was Ishtar. And okay, I realized, okay. oh my God, Devaya's like, okay, I mean, pardon my ignorance, but I've known you because of AIB and I've known you because of Cred. But there is a sect of people that kind of... Uh, just a minute. Let me uh, take care of certain uh, trolls in the chat. <laughs> Always. Last time we didn't have trolls either, no? No, so you've grown. Like, I think that's a good sign of an app going big is when uh, you get people shitposting in comments. Uh, just a minute. Let me quickly uh, make... Uh, 
is uh, these the, the two guests that I host they get so engrossed in the conversation that that's at the point because both of I mean Ishtarth is very 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 uh, good with words and he's very hospitable if I can use that word hospitable in his uh, words and you know conversation and you know it just becomes so beautiful that I sometimes just take 15 minutes backseat and just hear the two guys talk I'm hoping for something like that today as well seeing the chemistry already okay awesome cool so Ishtar what are your before I get Devaya's input on how what went into writing Indranagar Ka Gunda what are your thoughts of it how did you tear it down what did you, how did you feel about it because I've seen you know on one of your blogs you've torn down how cred grew and then cred, cred, cred was famous for not doing ads for a lot long time Kunashra would be going to all ad conferences and talking about how ads are not the way to grow but during IPL you know they are, they, they kind of owned IPL what did you think about the cred campaign this time 21 2021 yeah, there's one there's this really interesting way of thinking about advertising campaigns um, advertisers tend to think of it differently and consumers tend to think of it differently advertisers always want to do new stuff like quarter after quarter campaign after campaign you want to just start with a clean slate you want to start fresh uh, because you want like a new playground to express your your creative chops in some ways um, so I thought it was it was super interesting that cred doubled down on what it was doing in 2020 I think more than anything else it was it 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 silenced people who were wondering whether the 2020 campaign worked or not uh, and and so that was my um, that was my takeaway actually that that was the biggest takeaway for me How further do you break it down? I think they've continued with this series of, you know, how I, I, I have read this recently that, you know, if your content is the same blue pill that the society is telling you, then yeah. it should be remembered. It's got to have that red pill. And when you see that red pill, you can't unsee it. If you see, uh, you know, uh, Bappi, Larry, Govinda and Anil Kapoor being rejected for auctions, uh, sorry, auditions, you can't unsee. If you see Rahul Dravid, uh, doing, uh, you know, Tamasha like it's Delhi ka, Delhi Gurgaon ka flyover <laughs> and then this happening in India, sorry, this happening in Bangalore which is known to be a calmer city, a way calmer city you can't unsee it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that that's a huge part of the appeal and of course like the brand uh, brand has its own sort of aura I think going into any advertising campaign that it, it that it sort of launches um, so that is great brand building I, I would sort of conclude with I, I, I don't want to overthink it because it reduces its charm uh, as I wrote in the first go as well I it, like interestingly enough I thought whether doing a breakdown would make sense again uh, but thankfully the IPL was cut short and and we had some very very fun and fresh takes on the cred campaign from people who got interested in it in advertising because of the first campaign uh, uh, so that was super cool uh, for me to see honestly I, I don't think I over overthunk this one I, 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 this is when I took off my advertiser hat uh, so I'd love to hear from Devaya <laughs> So, um, well, uh, you know, the thing, the, the, the crazy part is like, um, I, I felt I, what I think, is, uh, you know, worked is that we didn't have uh, too much time to do this year's campaign or last year's campaign. It was all pretty much everything that happened in the last minute. 
so um so i don't think even we had time to put on any like branding hat or think about branding or think think i mean think about uh, overthink this whole thing and uh, you know the the funny part is like in the team no like say i don't think tanmay has ever worked in an ad agency i don't think punpunit and vishal don't have never done advertising in the past um, and there's nupur who briefly worked in advertising so i think that really uh, sort of helped because uh there was no academic look at like the campaign we were not like okay what is the brief um and you know like usually what happens when a campaign brief lands on the table you look at like so many ways of attacking it where is this going to sit like what is the reference point for this so none of those conversations ever came up while uh, you know while brainstorming or thinking or writing it was just uh, it was just like what we used to do i mean at ab it's just what is good content and we just did that and uh, just make it um, like you know there are a few things that it's a smart app it's a smart people so just keep the whole thing in english um, and have little smarter jokes no no over explaining and i think that was what we did and we didn't uh, think more than that uh, while working on it and also like it really helps that we got probably i think india's best ad filmmaker to do it right we got ayappa to do it and uh, that i think for me is battle half one right like you give your material to the best person to execute it and it will only go one step above so uh, so yeah it was uh, i would like to say it's sometimes lack of awareness uh, is uh, is always uh, uh, more surprising <laughs> Uh, yeah i i guess it it is enviable when you have a pulse on what kind of content works that i guess that's 90% of the battle one so so you're truly undermining your role over over there no, but like i i'll tell you what like uh, i i feel like we we, we get like overcredited for this uh, yeah. i i know ishtar knows this uh, but like the role of a client okay in something like this in a campaign like this is is just insane right because mm-hmm. i mean i i was in advertising from like hardcore advertising from 2008 to 2015 and i've worked with like all kinds of clients and we know like coming up with a good idea is never a problem yeah. but i think <laughs> for someone to buy into it and after buying it buying into it not fucking it up right like yeah. giving like you know every client at the beginning of the brief wants to be brave right <laughs> everyone is like i want something bold i want something path breaking i want something revolutionary and then you present that and then they just take like then so after they listen to ideas like they just put 100 filters and kind of uh, 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 you know what do you say like watered on the whole thing but here i think that's like crazy that you know we had a client who just didn't interfere right like what do you want okay this is it like these are the lines like no uh, nitpicking like hey if we use this word like does it connote that thing like you know the, you know sometimes advertising because it's only 30 seconds every second is over analyzed and sort of yeah. uh, um, you know like a complete masturbation happens but uh, none of that took place over here so i think like that was like another you know big win uh, for us so i think more credit to the client here <laughs> Yeah that's that's such a great point i think like from campaign 1 and campaign 2 i'm just going to call it that uh cam- yeah. I, i think w- the client's role was so so important that um that that you might almost miss it i thought it was genius media planning and pr orchestration like i i thought the whole thing was planned out so well and while it might seem like wishful thinking for me as an advertising insider i think like the client 
really really push themselves to make sure that your great advertising added up to the brand uh, which is not necessarily always the case so i i think it was like genius uh, in on all fronts from creative from media from uh, the client side as well so so uh, all of those things matter so much more than just the creative device that we're using and and i think that's why it it resonates with us so much yeah totally man like i think uh, like you know so so many things and i was surprised right like like uh, you know the people who tweeted out the commercials how they launched it yeah. and 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 then even the youtube dis- description of most uh, you know kind of uh, uh, youtube description of all ads like it's so well thought through and done by uh, whoever was operating it on the client side it's just, they i mean so they totally killed it actually yeah yeah uh, you know at this point when you talk about the client i, I feel like coming in uh you guys there's a popular word that's uh, you know that's doing the rounds of advert advertising or marketing circles always they're just like as a marketer never work for a ceo who doesn't get marketing hmm and i don't know if you guys have had uh, you know an experience of working for someone or with someone who doesn't get marketing someone you know an authority uh, figure in the organization yahan pe when you talk about your client devaya uh, cred Kunalsha has a different level of consumer insight you know no matter what uh, industry he goes in and especially his industry that he is going in i remember this quote you know i i used to think to myself long back about you know 3 4 years ago i was like ke yaar ye b2b ki jo advertising hoti hai b2b softwares or b2b saas products or you know b2b technologies the way we advertise b2b it's very information heavy it's very information driven it's very you know fact driven and i was like even though you know it's it's, it's very heavy it's a very co- cognitive overloady yet the guys in b2b get paid well because you know the uh, billing amount is big uh, you're selling about you know you're selling subscriptions of $5000 etc so everyone involved in the chain gets paid well then i used to think to myself that agency is usually agency guys are usually underpaid but agency guys are the guys who work for zomato swiggy flipkart etc etc and uh, i think these guys have a next level of uh, understanding of consumer behavior and how to make things look sexy but then there are these you know traditionalists and conserva- conservatives who say that b2b uh, is done a certain way it'll always be boring then i heard kunalsha kunalsha was like yaar tech ko advertising or marketing karna aata hi nahi hai tech ecosystem ko aata hi nahi hai tech tech ecosystem hamesha efficiency pe khelta hai you know they always play on efficiency ke we've made this faster we've made made this better we've made this this we've made this that real advertising or real marketing if you want to understand you need to go speak with someone who's selling fmcg who's selling bloody uh, you know nirma ya uh, nirma ka detergent powder ya tide detergent powder kyunki wahan pe they explore a different dimension of uh, uh, you know human psychology that is instead of playing on efficiency play on human status टाइड ने निर्मा ने घड़ी डिटर्जेंट ने इन सब ने एक केमिकल फॉर्मुलेशन को एक डिटर्जेंट पाउडर को टाई कर दिया ह्यूमन के स्टेटस से अगर ऐसा वाइट है तो टाइड है एंड दिस नॉट आई डोंट थिंक दिस केम आउट ऑफ इंडिया बिकॉज टाइड ऑल्सो यू नो नेल द सुपर बोल एड दिस टाइम आई डोंट नो इफ यू गाइज सॉ इट दैट वॉज अ टाइड एड सो यू नो दिव प्लेट दिस इन इंडिया दिव प्लेट दिस एवरीवेयर द टाइड वाइट इज सो ब्यूटिफुली डन यू ब्लडी लिंक्ड something as ordinary and as complex as a detergent powder to how your how your status is perceived in the society and how the how the the woman is feeling happy about you know her husband uh, 
being reputed and uh, you know being being uh, uh, stared at in the most important places what do you guys think about this the fmcg versus how advertising is done in fmcg status wise and how it's done in efficiency wise see i think it, uh, so i i i just feel that um, you know as human beings right like we are more and more like we think more about ourselves than anybody else right so you just have to make people feel shitty right i mean i'm sorry like this is so basic but it is it's just that right like in ad, your whole advertising is just generally telling you that like you're not good enough right even 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 the ads that say that you're good enough uh, comes from the place that you're good enough until you have this unless you have this right so um, i i think it's like a very basic fomo creating atmosphere and um, with respect to like say like a b2b advertising right uh what happens is you 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 always feel you're talking to yourself right like you feel that okay it's business to business i'm talking to somebody like me so i don't have to be so interesting like he'll just get it or she'll just get it uh whereas i think with b2c you always you're always talking to a particular audience and trying to make them feel a certain way so i think that is why like i feel b2b advertising is kind of perceived to be boring whereas b2c is more about uh just generally creating a sense of fomo for people to feel like not so worth it to start investing in products to make them make themselves feel better right like and and that's why they say like if for example if a product is absolute necessity you don't need advertising for it <clears throat> right like, like you don't need advertising for google like google doesn't have to tell you that uh, uh, you know you are worth it or you don't know much like it just like works because the product is just product is its own advertising so any other way like when it's like a washing powder or when it's like the world's first washing powder didn't need advertising right but like then what happens is when there is sameness of like all products are the same essentially there's very little differentiating them then you need to start playing with emotions to kind of make sure you kill it in the market i think ishad will have a better uh, take on this because he's he's into planning and i think i think uh, maybe uh, 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 you know ishad you need to explain uh, i don't know like people here this what planning is so that you know they get which point of view you are coming from <laughs> yeah so i i think like um taking from what abhinav was uh, how, where abhinav was going with with his question and and how you're thinking about it i think if i just take a couple of steps back we're in like an economic super cycle right like in the 40s in the in post depression usa and things like that the capital the capitalist way of life was just getting off the ground like we didn't really know what what the right aspiration was the american dream with jack uh, kerouac on his in his car uh, with 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 no roof um became aspirational like much later and and right now we're in this super cycle where we're moving out of an industrial economy to an internet first one and every time we have this economic super cycle we we tend to see how advertising and marketing changes um i'll give you two or three examples you know coke's first line was uh keeps you refreshed and and hydrated or something like that it was super functional they they hadn't landed on this idea of happiness yet there wasn't this one idea that coke uh would sort of colonize the entire world and and uh everyone would be drinking coke the, this idea wasn't so obvious 120 plus years ago but then once new media started emerging different brands started talking differently uh soap operas are actually content marketing for png soaps 
they were called soap operas because that's what people were listening to the radio while they were washing their dishes or doing their chores that was the original content marketing uh, and it doesn't come under advertising or that outright emotional push through what you're creating in a 30 second script right michelin star guide was created by a tire company a tire company is as b2b as it possibly gets because you're not speaking directly to the consumer you're speaking to the distributor um so most businesses are actually b2b businesses because they rely on middlemen and traders to actually sell it to the end consumer um and and so i i think we're in this this really really unique time where all of advertising and marketing is reorganizing around a new idea of reaching their customer uh every time you have a new way to reach your customer the entire industry shifts um so so i think that's where we are and and we're seeing examples like google you know you mentioned that google doesn't need advertising but google advertises a lot uh and and if it didn't i possibly wouldn't have a job uh so all of these and and some of these uh things go unseen they're almost invisible uh but but they play a super important role in in making sure that these brands that are accessible to anyone at the tap of a button are actually revered beyond their features um so i mean that's a monologue but like i, I think these are two or three things that are happening that are that are much bigger than how we think about categories at large you know what uh the way i spoke about sameness and uh, you eventually uh, you know they and the way i spoke that the first uh, detergent powder wouldn't have needed advertising because tab tak koi tha wo akela solution tha or you know until sameness came in that means more competitors came in with yeah. the need for differentiation wasn't there that you know that, that this concept also leads to category creation now people think about uh, you know market ko usually you know this is a jargon that vcs and analysts and investment bankers and you know uh, industry experts use ke hum is market mein is niche mein hai we are in this market in this segment they are somehow defining it financially but i think this actual job of creating a category is done by the advertisers or is done by the marketing folks to create a category uh, you know uh, it, it's your marketing it's, it's your marketing teams or growth teams job to find uh, a category for yourself and place you there and make you the category leader how does this entire thing work because you know from my understanding it's more psychological than uh, uh, data driven whoever wants to shed some light on this how do you create a category for your uh, product and you know be a leader in it i i mean i i just think like um, you know uh, the best example to take is religion okay that is like an amazing yeah. b2c pro- pro- product right because uh, you generally have like this one abstract concept and now you just have to sell this whole abstract concept to the world and uh, at the same time there are so many other religions <laughs> selling you the same thing everyone selling you happiness peace of mind and all problems solved so uh, now how do you create categories over there right so i think i i feel like category creation for at least for me i mean so just basic disclaimer here i've never studied advertising so uh, i was just like uh, i i was i'm an engineer and i just got into advertising so uh, haven't read so much about advertising also so uh, i believe same with uh, me and same with ishtar ishtar's uh, amazing CEO. 
<laughs> that's great. I think that's why uh, people. I think people with common sense uh, rule advertising more than uh, people with advertising degrees. Anyway, that's another topic. But uh, generally, uh, huh, so coming back to your question, uh, Abhinav, is uh, you know how to, how to create category. I I just think. Um, uh it, it's a very very deep question i feel it's a variable that involves uh you know obviously feelings and it's a variable that involves uh what the world is going through at that point in time and where you stand in the world right and then you just like sort of play with each other like you play with f- people's feelings and then you play with uh, where you want to sort of position yourself and then you kind of create that category by sort of creating a demand to that feeling right fuck i think i used too many words in like too many same words in many different sentences but basically what i'm saying is that you just have to create demand uh in a particular way like i i i always look at it like this what is the end feeling of this product all right like if i'm working on a campaign i'm like what what do people have to feel uh, what do what do you have to make people feel wh- when they get this product right and then just build everything around it and uh, sometimes uh, you know those those kind of feelings never exist or you you've not tapped into people to make them feel that way right like you like imagine there was no luxury products in india before like luxury wasn't even a category uh, before in the 90s in india right like very very few people but today luxury is like almost like in secca cities it's like the norm so uh, so that's a very new emotion to play with in the 2010s or in the uh, or in the 2000s so you just like uh, you just make people feel poor and then a lot of rich pe- making rich people feel poor is the b- biggest driver to getting them to start purchasing something that is luxurious so i think it's a lot of playing with feelings i think that's essentially what creates categories for me Ishtar. Yeah, I think just to take take from that again, I'm going to be taking a lot from what you guys are saying. Um, in India, uh, one of the one of the best ways to go about category creation is simply to reduce the fragmentation that exists. Like, um, in one category, you might have five different players in five different states attacking their three neighboring states uh, to to gain market share. Now, can there be one player that comes in and sort of organizes it? completely uh, talk about chips uh, the the chips that we eat every day like lays lays was the first br- proper pan india like uh, potato chips brand uh, that that sort of created the market as we know it today and and it's only now that we're hearing of companies like balaji chips going uh, to ipo and and to sort of expand all over india we've seen so many examples of this like tanishk is one stand out example of creating the market for organized gold right there's they're almost peerless in in some ways of how they went about it so i think it comes from like deep customer understanding in the market that you're playing in it's always a good idea to create something that you want for yourself and and then to see people respond to it and sort of reorganize around your perspective on a particular category um wherever there is pure motivation and there is an inclination to sort of expand your point of view great brands are built on top of that um we we so we were sort of thinking of cred a whole lot right and who would you actually count as cred's competition i can't i can't name one competition one competitor for them one direct competitor for them um 
yes, they compete with banks, but they also work with banks. Uh, the, there's there's no product quite like cred, and and so that's why I also think their advertising tends to work so well because they're creating something that's opinionated, and they're trying to figure it out, and they're making bold moves uh, in in the process of creating this category altogether. Uh, so I think we've seen many, many great examples in, in post-liberalization in India where categories have been created from scratch uh, out, of, out, of, out of nothing and, and done really, really well and, and become export quality and, and become jewels of India in the process. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I think like insights, the best insights take on fears and desires of of people, uh, so thinking of it as a religion, thinking of it as a cult is is not a bad way to do it at all. Do you have a quick uh, close anecdote that you might have used uh, in, in 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 any of the conferences or in your, any of your conversations before that relates how religion adoption happened and uh, how you know we continue to see these patterns uh, around us. I feel that that'd be an interesting deep dive. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I don't get in, invited to marketing conferences, so I've not spoken about these things. But uh, uh, like, uh, generally, like I, I feel, you know, um, religion is the one place uh, that has, you know, packaged fear and uh, hope at the same time in both like positive and negative way, right? Like they make hope seem like you know they, they they take fear and make that a positive emotion saying that hey you have to fear the lord for good things to happen to you right uh, and and i i just feel that um um when we're, when you're dealing in abstracts and you are trying to uh, sort of um, what do you say like uh, you're trying to see the best thing is you're selling something that doesn't exist right like and and that is like the most fascinating thing about religion because uh, you have to just rely on marketing there is no sales department over there because uh, there are no numbers <laughs> there is no product it's just a it's it, how oh, pardon me and manufacturing cost is zero exactly so it is just like the whole thing the whole industry is just built on marketing right and it's just about saying stories and making people generally you, you just make people feel inadequate right you just make people feel that uh, you know you are not good enough on your own to solve a particular problem or your life's problem and and that's exactly what generally happens even in most advertising right like i just keep coming back to that you just make people feel inadequate and then they will automatically as a reflex action kind of buy into something that makes them feel like a little like you know makes them feel a little better and uh, i think that's what all of like whatever consumerism capitalism is right like do you really need like an expensive pair of jeans to step out like do you really need to wear like, you know, like your Air Jordans to play basketball? Like you don't, but uh, you just overspend on these things because it makes you feel less adequate, 
right like you 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 are you, you everything around you the whole world around you is just telling you at all points you're not good enough you know you get on to instagram you just see uh, you just see the best highlights of someone's life and you just feel sad about it right you just walk out onto the streets you look out on hoardings just beautiful good looking people you switch on your tv just like even the loser in 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 movies is played by a hero right so at all points like there is just continuous messaging across that you are inadequate and that kind of you internalize that emotion right like that i am not good enough and then you just keep buying into things that you think that will make you feel complete and eventually you'll eventually you'll never feel complete that's why you'll always be unhappy like money will never solve your problem right but i think it's that exploiting that inadequacy for me is marketing ishtar do you agree yeah possibly not fully because uh, i i'd like to imagine that there are some advantages to what uh, devaya and i do all day long uh, so that that's possibly the only point of view on um on on marketing as religion of course like a lot of the brands that that we look to as successful they they all use terms of endearment to talk about their customers right they they talk about them as loyalists they talk about them as fans they talk about them as um say like you know other people call them like cults and call them uh dash fanboy or what not i mean we we see all this this culture is perpetuating in a very strong way when it comes to crypto for instance where you have bitcoin maximalists and you have people who are following ethereum and believe that ethereum um is way better than bitcoin for for whatever reason and and you see how that tribalism sort of trans translates into our everyday actions as customers um so yeah it it is super important to think of it as a religion but you do need every brand needs its believers like every brand needs its advocates to be able to reach that one extra advocate tomorrow um and and of course like super i i think it is going out of fashion to think of brands as religions uh because we want to be so opinionated because every point of view has that opposite point of view uh that brand managers don't secretly want to become cults in and of themselves maybe um but but to be able to clearly define their place in the market and and to be able to push that point of view through a product that uh, hopefully satisfies a need that a lot of people have i, I think that has been the biggest shift um that you don't start out wanting to build a brand that has this place in culture but doesn't really work as a business whereas it's it's the other way around you build a you you're able to build something that people want and because enough people want it you become you know a popular brand a values brand you become a part of pop culture etc etc okay I uh, on I think on that uh, note I'm going to steer away from uh, the topic of religion because that can get touchy and I've gotten some feedback on WhatsApp that it, it was a little too touchy for certain people but there's something that you uh, said uh, Ishtar that you know at the end of the day what you're doing is you're building one advocate that can go and pass on the word and build another advocate kind of like religion but we're not going to touch that in religion you call it evangelism uh, yeah evangelism if if Even in brands, brands have brand evangelists, right? Like all, a lot of tech companies have technology evangelists to be able to 
pitch their technology as being better than other companies' technology, for instance. Uh, so we've seen like a lot of uh, ripple effects of that kind of thinking, even in the brand world. But yes, we won't touch on it. Sorry. No, evangelism. Se mujhe ek cheez, uh, you know, yaad aati hai. That is uh, how a lot of apps are growing, and you know, we we've uh, briefly touched upon it that a lot of ad apps don't, or a lot of businesses don't need advertising to grow. They're growing purely via evangelism, and you know, in industry, we call evangelism referral or word of mouth. And I think you know, Ishtar, you've uh, uh, you you really dive deep into certain programs referral programs you've seen google pay google pay we barely saw any ads yet google pay is on all of our devices uh, similarly with airbnb i don't remember seeing uh, airbnb ads uh, similar with similarly you know a, a lot of a lot of apps i don't see I, i don't remember seeing whatsapp ads either so how does that uh, play in how does that dynamic play in where uh, you know uh you don't need advertising and evangelism happens through your customers because when we were talking about b2b there are b2b brands i would ca- call slack a b2b brand slack is a b2b brand and it didn't need any advertising to make it to our workspaces so didn't uh, discord for that matter so didn't a lot of i mean you know so so didn't a lot of brands what's your take on that i know ishtar has a very structured take on that what's your take on that devaya i'm very curious to hear that on brands I, that grow without advertising see i think that is just products going viral like you know a very i mean very basic view but like it's like when products go viral in offline world the it just becomes successful without any advertising right and that only happens i feel when uh, it's just genuinely coming in and solving a whole problem that nobody else had solved in the past like okay we can always go back to like the washing powder thing okay like right now if you have to go back and start like a washing powder to wash clothes like that problem has been solved plenty of times and yeah of course there will be like a new innovation you can do um, you know with uh, with your product but essentially your entering the washing powder market only right but like when you come up with something like a whatsapp all right like or you come up with something like um, you know a, 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 a google maps uh, or a search engine um, which is like which just genuinely just solves a very big life problem and yes i i know that like there might have been like another search engine before like google came in right like like yahoo also i think was making search but uh, you just like you i think that is where you have your second movers advantage right people always talk about first movers advantage into the market where the second movers advantage is like way crazier right because you've seen the first mover and you've seen what mistakes they've made while solving a big life problem and you just like make it a little better and you kill it so i think when you are genuinely solving a life problem you will go viral in often the your product will go viral where so you don't need so much advertising for it like that's just my take on it yes tal yeah i i totally tend to agree with with that point of view i think whatsapp one of the stand out things that it solved for was sms uh, with sms you couldn't share photos and videos like for a long time that's what whatsapp even looked like just like your sms app but you could send photos and videos i i think that that was super important for um, for whatsapp but again like what is the mega trend the mega trend is power to the people uh, the mega trend is like individuals can go from finding out about, about a brand to downloading a brand in 30 seconds to complaining about it in 45 seconds um so i i think being able to go through a lot more services like this by being able to like just explore and discover a whole lot more 
that's going on in the world we've been able to become opinionated about brands without knowing that they're advertising to us uh in in some ways so um yeah wherever there is utility i think dropbox also started out by giving free storage um online which was which was very very pricey it was not cheap to be able to do it before dropbox came in and that was a matter of timing today the 20th cloud player cannot use the same tactic that dropbox used 12 years ago to gain a foothold in the market uh and to devaya's point there is this fabulous a uh, strategy in in advertising and marketing which is known as being which is known as last is best which is once a killer product enters the market um there's no reason for the next version of that same product to be created no one is going out there and creating a new google no one is trying to create a new facebook the same way it looks right now um no one is trying to create the new best smartphone for instance because we already have the best ones or like the peak of what that category has to offer with us today so everyone's turned their eyes on what's going to come next um so yeah that that's just a little bit on product led growth and what its place is today i think it comes from people being able to talk about it freely have those interactions more often than they used to and you don't have to go to a store to find out about something new and it's also internally i think in organizations it's also about the collaboration between uh, the growth team and the engineering team because you can't enable product led growth when uh, engineering and uh, uh, you know growth aren't as connected and as in sync because sometimes uh, you know the developers uh, fall in love with their own creation and that tends to happen that that tends to happen with any creation that you ever create i don't know it's it, it's called the ikea effect acha now uh, with this uh, i think we have about 10 minutes left and the audience uh, is uh, bugging me to take questions so i'm going to take a few questions guys you can ask to speak and i'll randomly pick a few guys and the stage will be yours to ask one question one question per person okay i'm letting chai in yo chai by the way chai hello everyone how is everyone doing Oh my god what an entry <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like this no like you know know it by now before right what i couldn't hear you sorry you've spoken to devaya before right yes we have the first time he came on this platform okay awesome go yes, for it and, yes okay so so uh, mr devaya and and ishtarth i have a question for you so how do you market in the edtech space when you have created something that is essentially starting a new category or when you are starting a new category or at the cusp of starting a new category how do you approach marketing something that has never been presented to an audience before uh i think hi chai i think the first thing you got to do is just sign with me pay me a lot of money and i'll tell you how to do it wait <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to plug yourself <laughs> let's go <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay i think on a i think on a serious note like i i don't know man like I, it's very difficult to answer that like if if it's something that like i said no it genuinely solves someone's problem uh and it, it then you've got a winner in your hands so i don't know i don't have uh, anything else uh, to add uh, because uh, it's a brief 
uh, advertise with a really good story without worrying too much about the different segments that they're trying to talk to. Um, the IPL is actually a great example of, of an event where we are seeing brands like this come together. IPL is one space where that segmentation might matter more than anything else. You have eight and a half million people watching live and you're dynamically serving ads to them using Hotstar's platform. So nowhere is that, I, I mean, I'm struggling to think of places where we are seeing that mix of brand marketing and performance marketing actually come close, uh, closer than ever uh, before. Um, most importantly, I guess, being very clear with the client on what the objectives of the campaign are. Like, if you want to nudge someone to be able to take an action, like buying into your brand, then of course, like being hyper-segmented and, and speaking to someone in their language will matter. But if you're trying to introduce your brand or you're trying to reach a very specific geography in the country where you know they behave a certain way and you want to just get the gist of your product out there, you want you want to have that overarching thought. And, and so segmentation also means many different kinds of creative devices that you can use in different scenarios. And, and I'm super excited about that possibility as opposed to just combining, you know, both sides uh, of, of how we're building brands today, which is brand marketing and performance marketing using digital tools. I think I have got a new topic for my Twitter thread. I would definitely write about the fight between performance and brand marketing. It's such an Please do. Thing. Please yeah. do. I look forward to it. Thank you. I will tell you then. Thank you. Thank you, Abhina, for the opportunity. Tag Thanks. us on. Thanks for answering. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I'll just take the last caller. Before we wind up, we've got a major session planned right ahead of it. I'm taking Yuvraj, and that would be it for the session. Yuvraj. Are you on? Yeah, hi, Abhinav. Hi, Devaya. Hi, Shad. Great Hello. session, guys. Thank you so much for this. Uh, I have a very generic and a broad question. So, like, where do you guys go today to what are your learning resources? Like, is it through the... Yuvraj, can't hear you. Hello. Hear yourself. Yeah, can you hear me? Now, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that uh, how do you guys, even till date, you know, learns more about the industry and advertising in specific. You know, like, is it through the work that you guys do or there are some resources? You know, like, where where does, how, you know, does a person like me or a lot of us in the audience reach to a point where, let's say, you guys are? Hey, okay. Uh, so, uh, I mean... I, what I generally do is I just consume content um, because I just feel that every like if we are in the content business and I feel like whatever content is like widely working is what like also the audience is kind of looking for and that's how the communication style is evolving and moving into right like so I don't uh, like for example create on like a short form app but I kind of consume short form app every day to just make sure that like I know what is happening there, like what challenge is working, what is the dopamine hit that is giving people, uh, uh, you know, in, in that form of, uh, in that format of communication. So I just basically just genuinely just consume content, consume social media and, uh, you know, just 
learn new things like you know at the minute there is something i like just keep my i try and keep my mind open and i try to be less cynical about new industries and new things like for example like when everyone's talking about blockchain i'm like okay i just like it starts with fomo like i just want to know what this is right and i just start consuming more about and learning more about that so i think um for me what has worked is like i was a very cynical person before and i've just tried to be less cynical in the last few years so that i'm more open to um uh, the concept of newer ideas succeeding and i i just do that man like nothing else uh thanks to that question i think like uh, strongly believe that everything is a remix uh and being obsessed with the world of brands is obviously one part of the equation but you can be obsessed with the world of media and technology that's informing the world of brands uh so much more and and just like being on a lot of these platforms and being able to consume a lot is is a massive massive advantage that you're going to have uh because these things are changing so quickly and and like i love reading everything from biology to architecture to great design to building great products to uh what the state of indian journalism is just to have like a framework of what's going on in the world out there that is just and i keep coming back to this idea of pure motivation by being able to do something that you like you'll be able to create things that other people like as well i i've strongly held on to that belief and it's worked out so far um so hope that you're able to find refuge on the internet which is massive uh, and you can always find your space over there so yeah i hope you keep looking and you're able to find it oh that's great guys thank you so much thank you awesome people uh all right that's a wrap thank you so much devaya ishtarth uh any closing thoughts before deep guys hop on to a session that's happening at 8 uh on another tab any closing thoughts how do you like the app how do you uh, uh find the app uh, devaya after for the second time i think certain things have changed the audience I, uh, yeah i mean this is like genuinely good man like uh, i i mean i'm an android guy and i just started uh, clubhouse 3 uh, 3 days ago and uh, i'm i'm not just saying this because i'm here but i just like this community way too much uh, just because that everyone here is uh, really smart like you know uh, right from the questions to the comments in the comment section like it's just like having the most smartest people in one place and just you know interacting and talking to them and listening from them is just been fascinating so i mean i'm like a big i'm i'm an evangelist for uh, scenes always we love you too devaya love you so much same here <laughs> how are you start how was your first experience oh it was so fun i wish i changed my profile picture but uh, but i i think the chat functionality on top of voice is super super interesting it's it's so fun and like you said the success of something like scenes will depend on your growth and and marketing uh teams working with engineering teams so so i i can only hope it gets more performant and that more people are using it and we can see this vibrant community grow and i hope to keep uh, see you know i i hope you keep coming back here to see what we are up to and host a few sessions as well because the people love you they love you since scott days <laughs> thanks awesome
All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for making it, Devaya, Ishtarth, and the audience. Now we go attend Raj Shamani's and Shishank's session right below this tab. Take care. Good night. See you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Bye.